budgeting, cash flow, and investing don't have to be scary words. The We Talk Sense podcast is here to help you learn more about money and take control of your personal finances. The We Talk Sense podcast is not a financial advisor. This podcast is made for entertainment and educational purposes only. All information shared is of a general nature and does not take into account your personal situation. You should consider whether the information is appropriate for your needs and where appropriate, seek professional advice from a financial advisor. For more information, please check out wemoney.com.au slash disclaimer. Welcome, welcome. This is episode 35 of the We Talk Sense podcast. I'm Dan Javesky and I'm joined by my co-host Blaze. Blazey, how are you doing? Oh, Dan, I'm doing pretty well. I think I've woken up with a slight, slightly under the weather today, but still feeling great in my brain and heart. Is that the way to say it? Not not so much in my physical body. <laughs> How are you going, Dan? Well, Bozy, I hope you get well soon. Uh, well, a bit of a tag team. You and I haven't seen each other, but we've had our bouts of feeling, feeling off. So hopefully you get better soon. That's right. So, yep, you were a little bit sick last week. It's me this week. But you know what? I I'm on I think I'll get better quickly and that's just as well because we actually have a special announcement today. We are essentially I mean you you guys are used to it. If you're at home listening, you are probably used to seeing this podcast pop up in your feed on a Monday morning. And yes, it's Monday today, but this week we are doing a bonus episode to celebrate the end of financial year. So this week you'll get not just one episode today, your Monday regular episode, but you will get a special bonus party episode on Wednesday to celebrate the end of financial year, which I am obviously super excited for because I can't help myself when it comes to parties, Dan. So... Dan, are you excited for the end of financial year? I'm excited. I'm excited like it's 1999 and a <laughs> lot of our uh, listeners uh, will also probably share the jubilation that it's coming up to tax time. People are thinking about their tax returns and getting into tax mode. So uh, all the accountants around Australia are celebrating their end of financial year eve and getting into the new financial year. So it's exciting times ahead and we've got a great show this Wednesday. So I'm excited by it and I hope everyone else is too. Yes, we will chat a little bit more on tax later, but now let's talk news. Now, there is something I saw this week, Dan, that I am I think it's a I think it's a good thing, but I would love to know your opinion and why it's happening. Uh, I saw an article saying that the super rate, the rate that your employer pays superannuation, which has been 9.5% of your salary for quite a while, is about to move up about to bump up to 10% as of the 1st of July 2021. So the New Year's Day of the new financial year, that sounds like a win. Well, it's an absolute win. Ever since superannuation was introduced in Australia in the uh, in the 90s, it's been nothing but a great success. People call it for savings, but hey, it's better to get into your retirement with a few brass kangaroos up your sleeve rather than having nothing at all. So 10% is awesome. And I still remember, this is this is probably how old I am, Blaze, but I still remember when the superannuation rate was like 8%. So uh, it seems to be ratcheting mm-hmm. up and, you know, 10% is actually quite a hefty amount. Um, you know, if you're on a median wage like uh, 80 grand per year, 8,000 bucks for savings, 8 grand over, you know, a 30-year period, you know, you're going to be saving yourself up quite a bit of money 
over that period of time that you can rustle away in your nest egg so you enter into comfy retirement. So, Blaze, it's a win for everyone. Brass kangaroo, is that a 10 cent coin or am I completely lost? <laughs> no, we should probably have Joel Kandaya again because he'll be able to let us know that the uh, $1 coin uh, is predominantly made from brass, Blaze. So, it's a $1 coin with a kangaroo on there. Oh. Yeah. So, you can use that one if you like. I need to brush up on my coin slang terminology. Dan, there was another article that I saw this week that I thought was really cool. And, well, it's actually, it's not an article. It was in an article. It's a graph and it's called ASX and Chill, which made me have a bit of a chuckle. It's a chart looking at the people that have stock accounts, stock trading accounts in Australia. Well, I thought that article was really super interesting. So if I have a look at, you know, prior to COVID, you know, if you think about who opened up uh, stock trading accounts, 47% of them would have been people in the boomer generation, right? And then if we look at, say, Gen Z or millennials, it probably represented about sort of 16%. But during COVID, that graph completely changed. Boomers went down to about 19% of all accounts opened and Gen Z's and millennials ended up being close to 50% of all accounts opened. It's a pretty remarkable shift when you really think about it because, wow. you know, it's it's become... Uh, it's become a it's become a thing, become a thing that young people do, and COVID's only accelerated that trend. And yep, move away Netflix and welcome stock trading or ASX and chilling. So uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting <laughs> numbers. <laughs> hey, you want to come over for some ASX and chill? It's got a bit of a ring to it. Um, yeah, it's cool to see those numbers jump so much, especially for the younger generations. And hey, I've got to put my hand up. I am absolutely one of those percentages. I. In November 2019, I did not have any of those accounts. And now, you know, I've got my raise, I've got my spaceship, CoinSpot. I'm I'm all over it. Well, I'm not all over it, but I am certainly getting there. So I can definitely put my hand up and be charged as guilty for one of those millennials that has opened up a stock trading account in the since the pandemic. Well, Blaze, congratulations on all those accounts you've opened. Sounds like you are on quite a journey. Now let's transition into the tax party that we've got planned. All right, let's do it. T-A-X, three-letter word. It's very, very popular this time of year, Dan. And like we said in the intro, we're doing things a little bit differently on the podcast this week. So I would like you to imagine this episode as your formal handwritten invitation that is inviting you along to listen to our premiere event, the end of financial year episode for We Talk Sense. Now, if this is, imagine that the end of financial year party is like a New Year's party or maybe even Christmas. If that's the case, then today is the day that you get to write your wish list. That's because we have an absolute tax queen coming to join us and she's going to answer all of your questions about that three-letter word. Well, Blasey, uh, looking forward to welcoming the tax queen on the show, Tanya Christie. And Tanya is going to help us answer some questions that you've all got. And if you want to ask some questions, please send us a DM on Instagram at our handle GetWeMoney and we'll queue up our questions for Tanya or there'll be a link in the show notes where you can ask questions directly for Wednesday. You're going to ask questions like, can I claim a custom handkerchief that I made to wear in the office? Uh, it's my first year as a sole trader. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> 
Tell us your tax questions. Nothing is going to be ridiculous. In fact, the more ridiculous they are, the probably the better because everybody thinks about these things. You have all your questions that you just thought about in the back of your mind come tax time. No question is off bounds and we're looking forward to answering them on Wednesday. I am so, I'm excited to ask Tanya a bunch of questions myself. And can you actually claim Hankick Chiefs, Dan? I hope you ask Tanya that on Wednesday when she comes in because... I would love to know, can you claim your custom handkerchiefs that you wore to the office? What can you claim? What can't you claim? What's the best way to go about claiming? Dan, do you do it yourself or do you get an accountant? Uh, no, I, I use an accountant and uh, they really help out because I have a bunch of questions that they answer for me. But uh, I'm actually really interested, Blaze, because this year, it's going to be a full year for people that are knowledge workers that are working from home that are probably going to have like a stack of questions about claiming things Mm. like utility bills or stuff that you do at home and how that all sort of splits up. So it's going to be really fascinating to see in COVID all your work from home expenses and what can be covered off. So that's going to be my set of questions for Tanya this Wednesday. I'm sure others have got some similar questions too. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Yep. So if you've got any questions, any questions, anything tax related at all, please send us a DM and we will ask Tanya on the show and learn all about tax so we can really make the most of it and send off the end of the financial year with a bang. Just jumping in here, if you need a better picture of your finances, if you want to track multiple accounts and see where you're spending your money, then download the WeMoney app today. Head to the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store and download the WeMoney. And if you use the code podcast, you get to earn $5 for simply connecting the eligible bank account. Now back to the show. Now, Dan, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about doing homework because I'd learned something during the week and I'd signed up and uh, signed a crypto account, which I shared with you. Now, for I thought we'd bring back the homework for this episode because I have a question for you. I thought it's the end of the financial year. Why don't we take a look back and reflect about for us, for ourselves personally, what something have you either learned or achieved or accomplished in regards to your finances in the last financial year? What I've realized is power of compound interest. I know it's the thing that sounds obvious and especially for us talking about it day in, day out. But, you know, I got thinking about my son and I got thinking about, you know, his financial future and teaching him some really big money lessons. And I thought to myself, hey, how about we take the good stuff that we've learned for the show and, as they say, start them when they're young is uh, start contributing towards my son's savings account and doing a ritual where he and I go to the bank and make a submission. And so he gets to develop the habits of getting some money from his birthdays and things like that and then going to the bank and depositing that cash. And I think that's something that brought a lot of joy to me personally because it. I just realized that, hey, my financial plan is not just me. It's also uh, going to be for my son and... That's something that I never had as a kid. I never had that opportunity to go and you know, go with my mum to the bank or um, I would you know, start up a kid's savings account. On my first bank account, I just remember going there and I almost had to do the whole process myself. My mum just literally dropped me off at the <laughs> shops and goes, go open up an account. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, wow. I don't think I had the, uh, the money lessons that, uh, you know, that, that I wish I had, especially when I was young. So hopefully that teaches him some habits and that gets to permeate through his whole life because – you know, before I think what they say is before people are seven years old, they kind of develop their long life habits. And uh, if he can start mm. developing that, I think uh, he could also be 
you know, potentially set up for, uh, you know, a better financial life than perhaps I was. So that, that was my biggest takeaway for last financial year. How about you, Blaze? You've had a really big year and a great learning and growth journey. I'd love to hear about what you learned, achieved, or adapted in this financial year just passed. Thanks, Dan. Just before I get into what I learned, that's really cool that you're doing that with your son. There is there is someone in the WeMoney community that regularly updates how they uh, put their kids' pocket money into investment accounts. And their kids, I think three and five, I forget I forget how old exactly, but it's really cool to see them also jumping on the compound interest because time is, like Lacey Filipich said last week, time is the great equalizer. So starting young really gives plenty of ample time for that amount to really grow up. So that's really cool that you're doing that. For me personally, this financial year, it's so funny to be reflecting at the end of financial year because this is usually something I say for Christmas time, you know, but I think it is it is really good to reflect and take stock of what you learned because you're completely right. This financial year, uh, the last financial year has been a massive, massive change for me and my finances personally. I started the year without a job. I'd lost my job due to COVID. I had no backup money. I had no savings. I had no emergency fund. I was um, supported by Centrelink for for a month or so there. And then, yeah, starting this show with you and learning so much about money has been incredible. And it's been so fun learning so much about money. And yeah, I didn't even know what compound interest was a year ago. So to be able to sit here now and talk about compound interest with you is I feel like a big achievement, a big big leap from where I was a year ago. But I think the greatest thing that I've learned is the power, I would say the power of investing. It's been so exciting uh, doing small investments through my micro investing and through a little bit of crypto lately. I think that's been really beneficial and just realizing that um, it is achievable, it is doable for someone like me who doesn't know too much about money or doesn't really know where to start it's great to see that it's achievable and it's something I can access and um, I think if you're if you're someone listening going oh yeah I want to get better with my money or I want to do a budget or I want to get better with my finances but you keep putting it off I will tell you the same piece of advice that I was told maybe three weeks ago actually this is not financial advice I'll just repeat something that was said to me a few weeks ago by a friend a friend of mine said, Blaze, what's the greatest thing you've learned on the podcast? And I said, probably that I should put a percentage of my money in, like I should invest or save a percentage of my each pay that I receive every week or every fortnight or whatever it is. And he said, okay, great. Are you doing it? And I said, oh, no, I'm not actually. That's something I learned, but I didn't actually do. And so, yeah, he really called me out on putting into action the things that I've learned and from that conversation with that friend, that's that's when I started opening up my accounts and, and really getting involved in investing and saving and putting money away. So yeah, I think it's been fantastic to learn all the lots of the theories and lots of the reasoning behind things, but also actually putting it into practice and sticking to a plan of how to spend my money and how to use my money has been super beneficial for me. So yeah, I would say all in all, very successful financial and very very successful financial year in that I've now got an active interest in money, in my money, how I manage it, and yeah, learning now curious to learn more and become better with it over time as well. Lizzie, that is absolutely incredible. Can't say I mean I'm I'm not your mum or your dad, but I am proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, thanks, Dan. I feel I feel like uh, your your personal evolution and journey has been so fascinating to watch and 
seeing you take actions and get involved in the community has been incredible and also on the pod as well. So uh, I think all of our listeners are also very proud of you as well. So well done. Oh, thank you, Dan. And thank you, listeners, if you agree. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a great journey learning lots about money and I'm so excited to see where we take the pod over the next year as well. So looking forward to it. Thank you for tuning in for this Monday edition, your invitation, your formal invitation to our event on Wednesday. It's been a pleasure having you listen to the show. And don't forget to send us your questions on Instagram at GetWeMoney or via the link directly in the show notes. And if it is this Wednesday, it's only a few sleeps away. Please send in all your questions, anything that you're curious about. Come tax time, we're going to have the tax queen answer them. And hopefully you can submit with confidence this new financial year and get yourself a return if you're eligible for one. We will catch you on Wednesday for our bonus episode. Tax time, baby. I'll pack the sparklers. You bring the champagne. Let's do it, Blaze. I'm excited. See you then. See you later.